Good morning. Welcome to Sunday Morning. This is South Florida Sundays. I'm your host, Trey Brazier. Every week, Mr. Patrick Franklin from the Urban League Palm Beach County joins me. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Trey. It's always a pleasure to be here on this beautiful Sunday morning. Every single week, Patrick brings somebody who does big things in Palm Beach County. And, of course, this week is no different. Today, we have the one and only, the one and only... (laughs) Ricky Wade. Ricky, good morning. Welcome to our Sunday morning show. Hey, listen, good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Trey. Good morning. I'm just happy to be here, and uh, it's good to be on the Sunday morning show. All Absolutely. Right. For those of you who don't know, Ricky is a franchisor, a community leader, a philanthropist, a father. He's the man. He is all that, and we're going to get into it, talking about Ricky and his background. Ricky, tell us a little bit about your background and what evolved over the years to get you to where you are? Well, I, I, I summarize it like this. Uh, born in Jamaica uh, to great parents, but more significantly to an outstanding mother. Uh, and my mom actually passed back in 2009. But I, I, I credit all of my values and my behaviors uh, today uh, to the values that my mom instilled in me. And uh, uh, I will tell you that, you know, I, I know a lot of single moms out there can relate to this. Uh, my mom went out of her way to make sure that myself, my brother, and my sister understood clearly the path that we will have uh, in society. And she always said, strive to be the best, but also do your very best and help someone else uh, get ahead in life. So that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Very good. So. I'm going to skip over the the introduction part a little bit and just get to how did you get started in this business that you're in right now? Well, I had the privilege and the benefit of working for one of the best companies, uh, being the American brand McDonald's. And, uh, you know, in life, you never know what tomorrow looks like. And uh, I was hoping to have a very, very uh, long or long-term successful career uh, with McDonald's Corporation. And I had a chance to become a franchisee back in 2001, and uh, I, I took advantage of it. But my wife was the one who really encouraged me because I really enjoyed working in corporate America. Uh, but looking back now, in retrospect, I, I got to tell you, uh, I think my wife gave me the best advice I could have never ever been given. And uh, you know, I've been a franchisee now for the past 22 years, and uh, it's the best thing we ever did. Uh, just for the future uh, of the family and to have something in the family that could be legacy-bound. And mm-hmm. uh, and so, you know, I'm grateful, I'm blessed, and I'm lucky uh, to have the family I have and, and have the brand that I represent as a franchisee being McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, you you mentioned family. I, I, I'm going to go there since, since you mentioned there. Your family is everything to you. How does your family interact within your business? Well, I, I, I am very, very fortunate to have uh, my middle daughter in the business. She's uh, actually in what's called the Next Generation Program to become a franchisee, and she's doing very, very well. Uh, you know, my eldest daughter worked for me at some point, and then obviously, you know, she focused on her family, and uh, who knows, she may be back. And uh, my son, uh, that is now 25, uh, he's actually working for Next Era. And we don't know what tomorrow brings, but you know, my family is very involved in our business because we speak about the business, we speak about the future of the business, we speak about the trajectory of the business, what's happening, what's going on, 
what are some of the challenges, some, what are some of the strengths of the business. That way everybody's informed. Uh, but more actively, it's myself, my wife, and my daughter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being the best is your, is your company name. How would you get that name? So I, uh, you know, I smile when you ask me that question because when we were naming the company, I wanted something that uh, could resonate with my staff and something that could definitely resonate with the consumer. And when I named it, people said to me, Ricky, what, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, this is not a joke. And I said, no, it's not a joke. Uh, you know, I wanted to brand it. I wanted when people go by the restaurants and they see being the best, mm-hmm. uh, whether they got the best service or the best experience, they know our mission is to deliver the very best experience we can to the consumer and to be the best not only as a business, but also be the best of the community that we do business in. And... You know, ironically, you know, you know, a lot of friends of mine, a lot of associates always said, Ricky, we like the name. It's catchy. We never forget it. Some people even refer to it and say, Ricky, you must own that restaurant down the street. It's called Being the Best. I saw the sign up, and I said, absolutely. And so it's become a stigma. It's become a branded piece uh, with me and my family being a franchisee in this community. And uh, I like it. And, you know, what's really even more ironic is that my management company is called Wade's Winners. And, you know, and I tell my, my kids and my family and friends and folks that work for me, you don't have to come in first to win. You just have to finish what you start mm-hmm. to win. And so I like to have things themed uh, when it comes on to naming an entity. That way folks that work for it clearly understand what the vision and the mission is. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who, who don't realize, if you walk into any of his franchise McDonald's franchisees across Palm Beach County, Martin County, when you walk in the door, you see the name being the best, correct? Yes, sir. You see it in the drive-thru. You see it on a, you know, when you're coming in to the lobby. And, uh, and if you ask anybody who they work for, they'll tell you because it's written all over their checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Ricky Wade is our guest this morning for South Florida Sundays. I'm Trey Brazier along with Patrick Franklin from the Urban League, Palm Beach County. Mr. Wade is a franchisor. He's a community leader and philanthropist here in Palm Beach County, and he's our guest this morning. When you were starting off and, and as you were working through, how or what did you do to separate yourself from others who were seeking that same line of work in, the, in this line of business? What, what, what did you do to you know, different to separate yourself? Well, I think that no two people are alike, and that's why we all have different fingerprints. But what I wanted was, you know, one of the things that I, I do religiously uh, or consistently is a better term is that every single time I go into any of my restaurants, I speak to every single customer, and I thank them mm-hmm. for being there. Uh, I speak to all of my staff, and I thank them for showing up to work. And one of the things I want people to know is that I am grateful, I am blessed, and I have gratitude for the fact that they chose my business to come and eat at, or they chose my business to come and work at. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a signature piece for me, Anybody that knows me or anybody that understands me or sees me in my business, they'll know that is something that I do consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky, today's worker is different from years ago. In what ways? Well, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I hate to say that, you know, I, I come from very traditional ways. And if you just look at how different generations are segmented, you know, you'll probably put me in that boomer traditionalist mm-hmm mindset. Mm-hmm. The millennials today, the Gen Zs and the Gen Alphas, 
it's different. And they think differently. They have different resources at their fingertips. And in, in, in most cases, they want it now. You know, we grew up in a generation where you work towards what you want to achieve. You have to plan your life. You've got to be very strategic. You know, you know, you have families. You start families early in life. The generations, they are totally different. Now, uh, I will tell you that, as I said before, n- no two people are alike. So that means that no two millennials may be alike. We may be lucky to have one that, uh, you know, may have, you know, some values like we may have. But the difference is that, the, you know, I would say 70% of my customer base is made up of millennials or Gen Zs or Gen Alphas. And with that in mind, we just have to transform and understand that generation because this generation is going to move on and there's going to be other generations to come. Uh, but, you know, we, we service the consumer, so we have to think like the consumer and we have to understand how the consumer thinks in order to provide that convenience they're looking for. But they're more convenience-based today than ever before. We're, uh, for those of you who just joined us, we're talking with Ricky Wade this morning, McDonald's franchisee, community leader, and activist. Um, Ricky, as a follow-up to that, what needs to be done to create a better, effective workforce at the entry level, middle level, and even the upper management level? What's, what, what do you think, as, as you're talking about the different worker from years ago, what do we need to do to create that, that better low, middle, and, and high-end worker? So I think that we have to understand the worker base. Uh, and we have to put things in place that will make them feel comfortable, make them feel as if they are learning, they are being educated, and whatever they are doing is going to help lead them to the path that they want to take for their futures. I can tell you that 60% of my, of my workforce is millennials and Gen Zs. And one of the things that we do internally, and I can't speak to every franchisee out there or corporate stores or other fast food uh, entities, but what we do is to try to create an environment where they're always learning something new. Mm-hmm. We're teaching them to be leaders. Mm-hmm. We're teaching them to understand the concept teamwork. We're teaching them uh, you know, life, uh, life education that will help them be better citizens tomorrow and today and also help them as they evolve. You know, we have a thing in our restaurants called Archways to Opportunities. We have English under the arches. So for that individual that may not be able to speak English, which we have a lot of folks in Palm Beach County that may be experiencing that, depends on what their cultural background is, that they have an ability to come to us, work with us, and learn, and learn English. Or they have an ability to get scholarships and get some of their tuition paid Mm -hmm as they seek higher education because, to me, it's not what you know, but it's what you will continue to learn and know Mm -hmm. that's going to make you a better human being. So, you know, we believe in education. We believe in in teaching the youth of today how to lead and how to, you know, to work together and collaborate. Mm -hmm. You you talked about, give us a few things that people just don't understand or realize or even know about when you talk about continued education for your employees, all these things, list a few of those things that people just don't know as an employee would receive benefits. Yes. So, you know, one of the things, you know, you, you heard me speak to Archways to Opportunities. Uh, we, we have an agreement with Colorado Institute that as long as you are working for us in McDonald's and you're working 15 hours or more, uh, 
you have tuition assistance, and we don't require that you have a certain GPA while you're in college. We just require that you are working and you're enrolled and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Now, we mm-hmm. nobody feels that added pressure, although sometimes I'd say pressure is a privilege. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and a lot of us don't really appreciate that. But, you know, our training programs in McDonald's is designed not only to teach you, but to help you teach somebody else. And by you learning to teach somebody else, you're learning the skills of coaching. You're learning the skills of shadowing someone and collaborating and connecting. Uh, you know, I like the word connecting because you can't connect if it's not two ways. And, and so I really uh, appreciate, you know, when we have our folks say to us, Mr. Wade, thank you. Mrs. Wade, thank you. Or to my leadership team, thank you for all that you have done because it's helping me and it's working. Mm-hmm. Just tuning in, we are talking to Ricky Wade. He's a franchiser and community leader here in Palm Beach County, also a philanthropist. He's our guest for South Florida Sundays. I'm Trey Brazier with Patrick Franklin from the Urban League, Palm Beach County. Is it still valid that someone can come into your McDonald's corporation and start at, start at the bottom and say, I'm going to be an owner one day? Absolutely. Is, is, is that still a valid statement? Oh, no, absolutely. And the one thing that... I would say that I'm proud of with this brand called McDonald's that I'm a franchisee for. They have created so much opportunities for folks. And our CEO, uh, we, we call him Chris K because I, it's hard for me with my Jamaican accent sometimes to pronounce Kim Kinchensky. So, But anyway, but Chris K, our CEO, has programs in McDonald's to help minorities lower-income streamed individuals that want to be entrepreneurs, that want to own restaurants one day. That way they can get in, go through the training, do their due diligence, have skin in the game, but allow them to, be, to accomplish that dream. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things I, I, I take pride in that when I'm out in the community and I'm doing community work, I want the younger generation that looks like me mm-hmm. to see me and say, if Mr. Wade could do it, I, I can, can do, do this too. too. Mm-hmm. And that to me is the most powerful thing that I can bring to the community. And, and I tell my staff, I mean, you know, you know, you know, the different levels of development that we have internally because we have some folks that came in as crew that are general managers for me today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I like that internal growth. But people have to know that there's a North Star. Mm-hmm. People have to know that if they invest in it, that they can benefit from it. And they can, you know, hopefully accomplish their visions as long as they stay focused, disciplined, and work hard on what they're trying to get accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're talking about somebody who, who would like to start hard work, discipline, and, and get to that top, what, what advice would you give a small business owner who is just starting out, maybe not as a McDonald's franchise, uh, but just starting their small business? What, what's those couple little nuggets that, that you can share well, you know, one of the things I try to tell everybody, because I do, I, I, I mentor a lot of other individuals that are in different business concepts, whether it's small, mid, or large. And I tell everybody, resources is everything. Mm-hmm. It's not what you know or who you know, it's who knows you. And you'd be amazed that the more you build your network, is the larger library you're creating to help you as you go on your path 
to success mm -hmm. in whatever you're doing as a business, no matter what size that business is. But you got to ask the questions in order to get the answers. Mm -hmm. You have to speak to people that are, you know, doing something very similar to yours to and ask them and not to make pride get in the way. Mm -hmm. But seek to understand in order for you to be understood. Mm -hmm. Ricky, I, I've known you for years, and you are an excellent communicator. How important is it to be an excellent listener? Well, you know, it's uh, <laughs> you know, I smile when you ask me that question because I've been accused, you know, you know, many times in my lifetime, of probably not being the best listener. But I, I, I learned as I as I got older and I got wiser. I realized the importance of listening because if you don't listen, you will not understand. Mm -hmm. If you don't understand, you cannot help, okay? And so sometimes we like to formulate our own opinions. We want to work on our agenda. But if you're going to help somebody, you have to listen first before you can be understood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, leadership is learned and earned by those at the top of the pyramid. What are your fundamental aspects of leadership? Well, you know, to me, you, you can't be a leader if you don't have credibility and you cannot influence. In my opinion, the perfect leader is almost similar to a coach. Mm -hmm. A coach has to plan. A coach has to be able to select who is on their team. So does a leader. A coach has to inspire. A coach has to influence, and at the end of the day, the coach has to take full responsibility for the performance of the team. The same thing a leader does. And so not everybody's born to be a leader. But if you're going to step into a leadership role, you have to transform to the leadership skill set that's expected of you. And so I always tell people, when you want to question what leadership is, look on any coach in any given sport and whatever they are doing, you should try to do that within your space. Mm -hmm. I told you all he was an, an excellent communicator, and, that, and that's right there, right off the cuff, what leadership is and what it means to him. Our guest this morning is Ricky Wade, franchisor, community leader, and philanthropist here in Palm Beach County. He's our guest for South Florida Sundays. I'm Trey Brazier with Patrick Franklin from the Urban League, Palm Beach County. Ricky, you are actively involved in the community. Why have you taken such a position? You know, so you heard me speak about my mom earlier in our interview here today. And, uh, you know, when I was younger, I was very selfish. And uh, my mom always said to me, you do not give to get. And you don't give for notoriety. You give because it's the right thing to do. And I found, you know, especially after my mom passed, that the more I give of my time, to the community or to a specific need, the better I feel. And nothing makes me happier than being able to influence the outcome of something, help make a change with something, but just do the right thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I like that Nike term, just do it. Just do it. We have a responsibility as leaders in the community, as people that take from the community, you know, Ray Kroc always said, which is our founder of McDonald's, he says, none of us is as good as all of us. Mm -hmm. And you're not only here to take from the community, you're here to give back to the community. So between Ray Kroc and my mom, 
I hope that when you're evaluating me, they say, Ricky, you are doing what was expected of you. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that you are um, you're involved in a lot of different things. What, what keeps you up to, at night other than the Steelers? Well, the Steelers are really keeping me up at night now because, <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I've never seen us struggling the way we're struggling with offense. But the football is for another time, you know. What keeps you up at night is what can we continue to do to make the youth of today really stay inspired about their future? Mm-hmm. You know, turn on the TV, all you're seeing is all these different wars and separations, you know, and everything that's bad, shootings, this and that. This is a great country that we live in. Mm -hmm. And we have to remember that we have a responsibility to the country that we live in, to the city that we live in, to the county that we live in, and to the state that we live in to do the right thing. And by doing the right thing, it's our responsibility to make sure the future for these youth Mm -hmm. are going to be much better than what they're seeing today. Mm Ricky, as a, as a father, what has been your guide star towards being a good dad? Well, you know, I, uh, I'm not here to judge my dad. You know, my father was absent from our lives since I was eight. You know, you know, you know he called showing up when he wants to show up as presence, but I didn't call that presence. I call that just stepping in and out. And I told myself that when I had children, I was going to give them 150%. Uh, you know, you know everything, everybody knows 100% is 100%. Mm-hmm. But I call it 150%, 150 because I want to give it more. And, uh, and, and to me, I want my kids to see how I treat them, how I raise them, how I hold them accountable. And hopefully they will do the same thing when they are parents and continue that evolution. Because, you know, if you produce the child, it's your responsibility, your responsibility to raise the child. Mm-hmm. And if it's one thing I can do to people that look like me, is tell those dads out there, live up to your responsibility because you know what? The only person that's going to suffer is the child, and we have a responsibility to bring out the best in our children. Mm-hmm. What areas are you focusing on now since you, you've covered work and, and how you got there and family and involvement? What what areas that, that, that you kind of reaching out for in the future, go like, oh, I got my eye on this. You know, every single board that I'm on touches on scholarships for, for higher education for youth, touches on health care, touches on housing, touches on food, touches on, you know, I mean, I said housing, so shelter. But I just want to continue to do the right thing but I also have to pivot and change my course sometimes because what I may think is the right thing may not be the right thing tomorrow. And so if I can change somebody's life for the better, then I've done my job. And, uh, you know, as I, you heard me say earlier that that, that gives me personal self-satisfaction. And uh, I just wanted to do the best I can while I'm alive. Well, I think you I think you answered our last question, Trey, like we always ask all of our invited guests, what's next for Ricky? I, I think you just answered that unless you got something else you want to no, include I, on I, that. L- listen, I'm just happy that we are alive to have this kind of dialogue. I hope that the folks out there listening uh, can take something from what we discussed to make them do a better job in whatever their capacity is. Uh, 
Uh, but the biggest thing I want to leave with everybody is that, you know, we're in the fall. Thanksgiving is coming up. A lot of us are going to have food at home. Some of us may not know where that meal is going to come from. And I want to thank you, Patrick, uh, and the Urban League uh, for a lot that you do for food drives. I know there's going to be one coming up two weeks before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. The same thing with Hubbard Radio because, you know, you know, Beth and her team always does things to support that. And everybody's in the community making sure that the food drive is something important. That way everybody can have a meal at Thanksgiving. And we can also give thanks for life and enjoy the holiday spirit because it comes once a year. So live it up and enjoy it. Well, Ricky, thank you for being here on Sunday morning with us. And as always, it's a pleasure. And just for you all know, Ricky, Ricky's a busy man. He's also the board chair of the Urban League and, and participating in so many different boards. Ricky, thank you for your time. And uh, hopefully that we can keep going and being the best we can. Well, you know what? That's all we can do is be the best we can and make everybody win at Thanksgiving. There it is. Right. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you, uh, Patrick. Thanks, Trey. So what's happening with the Urban League, Palm Beach County? I see you got some uh, good events happening. Yes. Coming um, this coming Saturday on Saturday, November 18th, will be our annual Thanksgiving food drive. It's going right. to be at University Prep Academy, which is right across the street from the Urban League. Mm -hmm. Come out early. All of you, all, all the families who are looking for a little helping hand, we're going to have food to, to help you put it on your table for Thanksgiving. But come early. We're going to start around 7 o'clock. Be out there. And on Saturday, November 18th also. Same day. Same day. All right. Um, at 845 to 345, it's going to be our home buyers workshop. It's going to be a virtual event. Go to the Urban League at ulpbc.org or call the Urban League at 561-833-1461 and sign up if you're interested in becoming a homeowner. This is going to be a great class where you get a voucher to, to help with your closing costs. And that's going to be on Saturday, November 18th. Um, at 845 to 345, and this is a virtual event, so please sign up. There it is. He is the president and CEO of the Urban League Palm Beach County, Mr. Patrick Franklin. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Trey. Have a great day. Absolutely. Thanks, Patrick. Absolutely. And this is South Florida Sundays. I'm Trey Brazier.